Welcome everybody to HD Embodied and I have an amazing guest on today. I have Kaylin with me. Now, Kaylin, Kaylin and I don't really know, we haven't known each other for very long. Uh, in fact, the first time that I really encountered Kaylin was in person, which is kind of unusual for me all the way over here in Australia, sitting behind my computer. But we were in New York and Kaylin got up on stage in a sparkly dress, which clearly caught my eye and gave her incredible <laughs> transmission that uh, was so vibrant and so lit that I was like, I am sure that she must be a generator. And then later on, on a boat on the Manhattan Harbor, as you do, we were chatting and she told me she was a manifester. And I was like, what the fuck? It was so great. And then I was so privileged to get to do a HD session with her. And we really explored this manifesto informing piece as she was in the lead up to doing an incredible thing that I'm going to let her talk to you about. Um, and afterwards we were like, we just have to do, record a, a podcast episode on this about that whole experience for her around being a manifester about being informing about this incredible thing that she did and how that played out in real life because as you all know I'm all here for the embodiment of HD so with no further ado Kaylin Kaylin has already informed me today you'll notice that I have a background I never have backgrounds and I got on and she's got this background and she says to me oh I'm finding out yep. what I value and yeah, I this background and I was like, I need one too. It's, I, I love yours. I feel like it, I feel like both of our backgrounds really capture who we are. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am honestly, um, I, I'm so excited to just digest this. Um, my one woman show will let the cat out of the bag. Um, and you know, like I was saying to you before we hit record, I'm just like, this was the ultimate, uh, experiment in really fully claiming being a splenic manifester and quad right. And, and like all of the other things that we talked about, but those, I feel like those three pieces, that's, that is really, uh, what I just say, like what stayed with me, you know? Yeah, so and, for listeners at home, we'll we'll share yeah. a, a screenshot of Kaylin's chart so you can really look at it for the HD geeks. But um, her manifesta flow actually goes ego center to splenic center to G center and then up to the throat through the the eight one channel. So it's like quite a unique manifesta uh, setup. So of course she still follows the strategy of a manifesta, which is to inform. 
but it passes through this splenic intuitive knowing that she has in her body along the way and originates from this like I want location of the ego center this like very uh you know what what do I value what do I find worthy what do I want uh with my energy so she has this incredible like meandering pathway up to that throat which I freaking love and so uh you know we talked a lot about what that meant for her in informing because I mean we hear this teaching in human design so much that manifests their strategy is to inform but the thing that I really love is looking at the pathway of the energy to get to that point of informing and and that's where Kaylin says like she's a splenic manifester hers passes through the spleen so um Kaylin give the give the listeners a little bit of a background to how you got to this experiment of informing with the one woman show like how did that come to life well you know I so I got the I got the urge for the show right after I spoke you know at that at, at lineage the event you were speaking about a few minutes ago and, you know, it dropped in, right? And, and like, it was like the next day after that. I mean, people were just like, you need to do a one woman show, right? And so I, I'm i like, you know, I'm I'm used to hearing like these inputs, right? From the universe, but then I always have to like run it through this whole thing within me, which you just described, which <laughs> for my whole life has been very confusing. <laughs> It's like, how do you even do anything? You know, when it's like, I, I've always had this experience as a human, like, does it, does everybody else, is everybody else? Like, is it like this for everybody else? And, you know, after that reading, I was like, oh no, it's really not like, this is so unique to me, but I, um, you know, I felt the truth of this desire in my body, like the day, that day, like the next day after speaking on stage you know, and, um, some of you who are listening to this may know, may know me, some of you may not, um, you know, I canceled my wedding earlier this year and have been in a complete surrender portal, leaving my relationship and just, um, really allowing so many like parts of me to die in that process. And, um, and so the date of the wedding was coming up, like the original date that we were going to have the wedding, you know, and we had, we canceled it long ago, you know, earlier this year. And um, so that idea, the the urge of like, oh my gosh, I should do a show, you know, it just came in. And, and actually my best friend, Sarah, Sarah Bon, who you, you know, she kind of like, um, she kind of, you know, planted the seed, but I was like hearing this reflected from 20 or 30 other people as well. So just, and- just to pause on that, I, cause this is yeah. where a lot of manifestors get slipped up because this is where we talk about generators sacral beings they're designed to respond I'm a sacral being and so quite Mm. often somebody will say something and in response I'll feel myself light up and be like yes so you know that's how I ended up here in human design it you know Mm. our teacher said to me you're amazing at this you you know have you ever thought about doing this and my whole system just lit up right that's sacral that's a response and this is what we see is that manifestors get really confused because 
life is a smorgasbord. There is stuff everywhere, you know, and what you, you were talking about as inputs, right? People telling you, you should do a show, you know, the, all these things. And then it's like, if a manifester responds to that, they're automatically off track. Now, right. Oh yeah, what, totally. What, what, what the universe is doing is like, showing you the stage that you've got to perform on. So for where for generators, it's like, this is what you've got to interact with, right? For manifestors, it's like, this is the stage that you've got to stand on. Then you have to find that internal thing that is like, okay, well, if I'm on this stage, what's the internal thing that urge that starts to move through me because that's oh, what I do, not the response, right? Right, exactly. And and I was sitting with it. So that was, I guess, maybe August, right? And so had plenty of time between August and November. But I like I kept sitting with it and, and I could feel the truth of it in my body. But the it, I was like, I cannot move. Like I just could not move until it just like came through and my spleen, it's like, it's actually like my spleen is not a no. <laughs> and yes. then I'm like, they're like, and, and so, so there was a moment I sat with it and, and I just didn't have the rootedness and groundedness to be a full, to be a yes. Like it just, and my spleen knew that it's like, my spleen is never going to say yes to something that we don't have the, um, energetic capacity to hold, you know? Cause it's like, that's just going to throw out my well being. me saying yes to something that's like not it. So I, you know, I was like all over the place. I'm like, where am I even living? I don't know what's happening. And that whole time I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think the show is happening. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I I kept, I kept nurturing back to this desire piece. Like I kept nurturing the desire. Um, but then it was like six weeks until November 4th, which was the date and, uh, had a conversation with girlfriends and, I just felt the whole thing come through. And, and then I just saw, I was like, oh, there's nothing in the way of me doing this. And then it was one of those timeline shifting moments where it's like, okay, I can say yes to this. And it's completely 100% possible, right? 100% probability is what I saw. I was like, this is not even like, there's not even a 1% that's not it. And then I'm like, Oh, that's so confronting. I was like, fuck, I only have six weeks to do this. You know, my egoic mind was like freaking out. You know, there's like a perfectionist program in me that's like, we want to get it right. Blah, blah, blah. But I just was like, nope, okay, we are saying yes to this in this moment. If I do not say yes to this, then the door will close like tomorrow. So again, for the people listening at home in accordance with, Kaylin's human design I just want to share with everyone how perfectly you followed your design here because oh she said like the probability was a hundred percent she has probability view like so that is like her right peripheral view is like what's probable it's actually correct for her to be like you know looking at the world through that lens and she did she was like oh yep hundred percent probability that I could uh, this could happen that this urge could be followed through and it has to go now and you can feel that you know in only six weeks 
So when we look at something like a generator or they tend to move like, like I call them slow rolling boulders, right? Like the momentum gathers over time. And so you say to me, you've got six weeks to make something happen. And I'm always like, whoa, right? Because it's like my life force energy has to get lit enough. You know, I've got to stoke that fire to get that moving. And so if if I've gone from zero to a hundred in a moment, that's really hard on my system. And so I find stuff for me is like, I realize that stuff actually started like, you know, months before I actually get that response, it's like, oh, there was breadcrumbs that I can now see that link up. But for a manifester, the way that your energy works, it can be this like ignition. It's like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's no, oh, no, now we go, right? Yeah. So that's, that's a very manifester kind of sensation. I love what you said about how the spleen, the spleen for you was more like, no until it wasn't a no it was never a yes it's like no 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 now I'm gonna get out of the way right yeah and that's the confusing thing about being you know splenic with splenic authority I think being in a world full of a lot of sacral authority is that it's never like oh fuck yes I mean sometimes but like most of the time it's I actually experience it as like this moment of like oh shit it's not a no (laughs) yeah very very common for splenic authority people it's like they can feel that like "Mm, it's not it's not a yes it's not like it's not a yes but they don't know why it's not a yes and then the mind can get involved and be like I've got to work this out how do I make it a yes instead of just recognizing well if it's not a yes it's a no for the moment and I can trust that and I yeah. can follow that. Totally. Yeah. I feel like through this process, I really um, developed a whole different relationship with my spleen. You know, like, I'm like, okay, hold on. We got to like really quiet everything else. And what does she say? Okay. Okay. Like it's, it's so subtle. And and that's why, you know, I think I told you in the reading, it's like, I've been overwrite. I overrode that for most of my life you know, but now that I'm in relationship with it, it's actually such a relief. And I do not have to worry about like tomorrow or two weeks from now. I'm just like, okay, right now I know my spleen will tell me. And then in two minutes, my spleen will tell me. And then two days from now, my spleen will tell me. And the people around me just kind of know that that is probably going to change. And I might, I'm going to change my mind. And I just have full approval for that now. And so it's like that for me, is the ultimate safety. And then it's like, I can feel the connection of that to my, it's like, it's all truth, you know? That's I love, it. I, and the other thing is like, so when we look at Kaylin's chart, you know, we see that she has an undefined root. She has a, obviously has an undefined sacral and she has an undefined solar plexus. And these are things that when people have them defined, they they lead, right? Like I have all three of these defined. And so like, my adrenalized life force energy with my emotional wave in a room is going to be really influential. And I think this is really important to know about yourself. If you have these defined, you can apply pressure to people and force them to do and be in ways that aren't true for them. I'm always really conscious of it. And so I'm always very much when I see people like this, 
like the whole reason we're recording this podcast right now is because I said to Kaylin, inform me when you're ready. You know, like I take all the pressure off. I take my, like, I'm like, I'm never going to make somebody with an undefined sacral or an undefined solar plexus center make a decision in my presence because they're making my decision, not theirs, right? Like, so this is where yeah. it's like, we we really need to, when we look at human design, we can know our human design, our own experiment is our own experiment. What I see for a lot of people when they are undefined like Kaylin is, and like you said, you overrode your own, your own splenic, you know, intuitive yeah. sense so much in <clears> life. I hear a lot of people that are like, you know, designed like you be really like, you know, it's hopeless. Like, how am I going to be able to do this out in the world? Because there's a bunch of noisy motherfuckers like Beck out there who are like overriding mm-hmm. me all the time. Now you're a manifester. And so I would say if you were a manifester, what you would do is you would inform people that you will be under no circumstances making any movement or decisions or whatever else in anybody else's company because you motherfuckers are all really loud and I'm going to take my time. And I love what you said about your friends having so much permission for you to like be that, you know, person who is like one minute, it's like, no, and oh, no, now, yeah. And, you know, and have that internal guidance. That's what we want for everyone in the world is this really permissive, this is how I work. How do you work? How does this work together? Great. Now that we can all have permission for, for, for all of that, does it take mm. some effort? Does it take some time? Does it take some practice? Yes. Is it worth it? Fuck yes. You know, it's so great. It's so great. Totally. Yeah. Just having the um, rightness with like, oh my gosh, I'm actually so slow. Like I'm either like super slow, but then once I get clear, it's fast. But like, I need spaciousness and I need to be in my process and I just cannot be forced, you know, I just can't be. And so, you know, build like kind of, I feel like this year for me has been such a uh, practice in um, developing my own backbone, just being like, I don't know. Like that is the most power, you know, I don't know. That is the most powerful space that I've cultivated this year. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll know tomorrow. Maybe I'll know in three minutes, but I don't know right now. I think that's incredible because that's also a really deep program that we have been given is to know like that evidence, Mm -hmm. that proof, that validation Mm -hmm. of what we do know Now, it's really interesting that you say this, like, I don't know is the space to give yourself because it also relates to the way that you communicate out into the world, how that manifest energy informs actually isn't about explaining. It isn't about having the logic or the evidence or the experience or the whatever to back up what you say. Kaylin has the the 8-1 channel. And this is really somebody, it's an individual channel. It's a mutative channel. It is a leadership channel. Uh, And Ra talks about it in terms of it being the role model. So, you know, we have these three channels that go from the G center to the throat. And the, the 731 is, you know, the alpha, the logical leader, the person that is like, follow me because of X, Y, Z. And then we have the 
1333 and the the this is more of the channel of like you know I have this experience and this is what happened in the past and so we can bring that to be of use in the future so you can see both of those types of leadership have like evidence attached to why they're the leaders the eight one isn't that the eight one is like I think I I I heartfelt believe this and I'm going who's following right so when you when you have that kind of mutative individual energy as a manifester you know we suddenly see how informing for you you know coming through that splenic authority that urge arrives that splenic authority is like I'm I'm not blocking this so you know go for it it flows up and out through that like I don't know why but this is it you know unique self expression is you know how we talk about this channel so t- tell the listeners a little bit about your experiment with informing leading up to your one woman show yeah, it's um, it's actually it's so interesting just hearing you uh, even some of these things from my chart, you know, I, again, um, yeah, because I think I just always knew like, oh, I'm meant to be on stage, but I have no idea what for what or like what I'm supposed to be saying, <laughs> but I just know, and um, but yeah, the informing piece, you know, after uh, yeah, after we had our session, like that just landed on a whole other level through my body. And, um, I just, uh, I just like, I just let people know like what was happening. Like I, 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 and I just did not normally my mind would be like overthinking and we need to make this artsy or whatever, but I just started posting on social media. Like I am doing a one woman show about my canceled wedding on November 4th, (laughs) save the date, (laughs) you know, live stream tickets are going to be available, save the date. You know, I would go on my stories and I was also informing people of like where I was in my process. So they could actually see, I'd be like, okay, I just booked the theater. It's happening you know, okay, here are tickets. This is happening, you know? And, and, um, I also like, so it's crazy because let me slow down here. Hmm. Hmm. I also was informing the universe. Like I was like, okay, I remember there was a moment um, I decided to charge $55 for the in-person tickets. And that was a bit of an edge because that's like a price in the U.S. where you kind of pause like $20 to $30 is like a certain price point. But the $50 to $60 for like an in-person event, that's a that's like a different category. And um, but I just uh, it just was true. And, you know, I got some feedback from friends and things, but then I went inwards and like checked in with my spleen and I was like, that's true. And I remember I, some people were commenting like, oh, $55, that's a lot. You know, like I had a couple people kind of give me some feedback. And, and so then I'm like, oh shit, it's a lot. And I remember I said to a friend, you know, I was like, hey, I'm charging $55 because we're just like over here trying to cover costs. And then the next day I was like, no, 
that's not why I'm charging $55. That's actually not it. I was like, I'm charging $55 because it is worth that and more. Like, this is a full experience. You get to come to the theater. You're going to dress up for the wedding. You're going to come to a reception. You're going to have cake. Like, this is a whole afternoon. It is so worth it. So I went back to that friend and I was like, hey, I just need to inform you that this is why I'm charging this $55. And I said, I literally said out loud, I was like, I'm informing you and I'm informing the universe that this is why we are charging $55. And I swear later that week, that is when things shifted with ticket sales, <laughs> you know, but it was like, until then I was sort of in this, like, I don't know. And you know, if anyone's going to buy the tickets and I was like, kind of fucked up about it, you know, like it just, I thought like, Oh, I'm just going to, uh, you know, text a few people and then it's going to be sold out. And that's just not how the energy works. Like I have, I had to keep informing and be in relationship with it over and over and over. And I learned how, even just how people respond to me informing, you know, like if you look at the number of tickets that were sold, um, even for the live stream, I sold like half of those tickets in the last 48 hours, you know? And, um, and then I just also had like, when, once I just started informing the, you know, in my community and people, then I had like all of these generators come to me to support the show and just like in unex all these unexpected ways, you know, I had a team of like, honestly, it probably ended up being like 10 people who were helping just with, you know, the sound and the videography and directing and helping with props. And, you know, I had four men carry me in at the end. And I, I mean, people were just responding to the energy. And then I even had people, you know, like our, our, um, our mutual friend, Corey, Corey Mascara, he came to me and I don't actually know if he's, I don't know what his human design is, but he came to me and he was like, Hey, could I post this like to my Instagram? You know, he has like 500,000 followers and, and he was like, I don't normally do this, but I just feel moved by like, I just feel moved by the energy, you know? And, and then I could like feel people like buying plane tickets. And like, I would like, me I would like message my friends. I'm like, are you coming? Like people who are out of town and they're like, we're trying to work out the logistics. We're buying plane tickets. And I was like, oh my gosh. So the energy was working and my informing, like it was all working together, you know? Yeah. And I think this is where, this is the takeaway that I would love. I would love any manifestors listening to this uh, to really like let in is like, yes, informing is something that you do, but more importantly, being a creature who informs is, is the way that you be in the world. So, you know, there is a difference between giving people facts and then serving them up the energy that is behind that informing. And when you talked about, you know, that, knowing the value of the ticket and actually like informing in connection with that, you know, and that's a perfect description of that defined ego energy that you have. You're like, this has this worth. And it's like, you inform people with that verbally. Yes. 
but with that energy of being somebody who informs from that right location in your own system, it's, it's, it's effortless to either, and this is the part for manifestors, clear the field, somebody be like, whoa, like that energy is not for me or to be like, oh, I'm in and I'm so in that now I'm sharing it to my friends and I'm helping you out at the show oh, yeah. and I'm, you know, cheering the loudest in the audience because that's the energy and the gift of manifestors, right? Like this is where it's such a gift to everybody else for you to not just do informing, but be an informer. Like that is that is the gift that you give us as energetic beings who are otherwise kind of like swirling in the energy, looking to get caught up into a powerful flow of some sort, you know? And it's like, we're looking for our flow and we can't find it until you inform us of it, until you we can feel you inform us of it. And that was a beautiful description of that. Like, I'm just like, the other thing, the other thing I wanted to note for listeners is your pause was perfect. Like I need to slow down. And I wanted, I want to, I want to recognize that because we're in my enveloping field right now, which I'm just so lit by you. Yeah. And it is so great to be informed by you of like, Okay, back. Just like breathe, because that's my influence, right? And I'm like, oh, thank you, because <laughs> I will just go like this until yeah. somebody says you've fried me. Otherwise, right? Yeah. So it's so it's so beautiful to have that exchange. Thank with you. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's taken me a while to really have that approval for just that moment when I notice, oh, wait, I left myself. Okay. I got lost. I need to come back. Okay. It just takes a minute, but it's such, it's like life-changing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I want to say one other thing about the informing is that I also just informed my team like, here's what I need. And even, I mean, the guy who, my friend Russell, who was helping me with the sound, God bless him. He was so patient with me, but I think, you know, I, I just kept informing him. I was like, okay, we did all the creative stuff, like six, five or six days before the show. <laughs> and, you know, my mind was having a conniption fit about this but I'm like I cannot do it until the creative urge comes through I just can't and so I kept informing him like every day I'd be like okay I have every intention to start the creative stuff you know I had to record some things for him that he was gonna work on um and I and I just haven't gotten the creative hit yet and then the next day I'd be like, okay, I think maybe tomorrow, but I'm not sure. And like, so I just kept informing him. Here's where I am. Here's where I am, you know, and, and doing my best to not apologize. Cause it's like, that's just actually like, that is how I work to have approval for it. But also to, uh, I think there's a way to be responsible about it too. It's not just like everybody bow down to me. I'm a manifester. And like, just, you got to just work with my energy. You know, it's actually like, okay, being responsible and, and, and really like letting people in. And then that way there's like, 
you know, just less, there's just not resentment down the road when it's like, Kaylin, why the fuck is it like four days before the show and you don't have any of the creative stuff done? <laughs> I, I so think that was I, a that's a, that's a beautiful, um, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing as well is that self-responsibility for your own energy. And, and we all have that in different ways, right? So, yeah. uh, to, to do the co-creation, you know, we've got a all be in the ride together talk yeah. to me a little bit about because you mentioned to listeners that you're a quad right talk to me a yeah. little bit about what you learned about being a quad right through this process because one thing I see as a human design you know reader is that people that are quad rights actually um you know for them it's like a, a I'll just be blunt. There's a lot of victimization around it. Like people don't understand the way that I work because I'm quad right. And I actually, and I see a lot of handballing of responsibility to other people to, to, uh, you know, to be responsible because they're quad right. So I'd really love as somebody who like, you just talked about self-responsibility. Talk to me a little bit about the quad right piece. Yeah, well, it is trippy being a manifester and being quad right, you know, because you're just like, okay, the energy of like initiation and informing, right? That's like super directive. And then you have all of this just like yin energy, <laughs> which is why my whole life I've been like, who am I? What's happening? What's happening? Um, you know, but I think what I have learned is that I have to just create, uh, create space for that really receptive part of me to come through. And so, um, oh, actually a great example. I had to work with like a lights guy, like the lights and sound guy. Okay. And it's like, uh, and, and I had to, you know, I can't, you know, maybe in a dream world, I would just like stand up there and just be like, okay, right. But, uh, and that's what I did, you know, for 10 minutes on stage this summer, right. But that's totally possible for 10 minutes, but for like a 75 minute show where you have like lights and sound involved, you actually do have to take responsibility and, and for some level of structure. And it just simply does not work for me to be like, well, but I'm just like, I just need to like really feel it in the moment. You know, I just like, I just really need to feel it in the moment. Can't you guys just like work with me? No, it's actually like, okay. So I talked to the sound guy. I'm like, okay, what do you need? Oh, you need a cue line. Okay. So I decided like, I'm going to do six um scene scenes which was actually great because that gave me like I I need as as a quad right I've learned I do need containers to be able to like fully let go and express because it it gets kind of it kind of swampy if I'm just like out here with nothing so I've learned okay So I had the container of these six scenes. I named the scenes. And then I came up with one line that was going to transition the lights and the sound in between scenes. And so that then all I had to do, it was intense. I had to memorize one line. So six lines. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's not in my, that's like, 
not in my preferences to do that. But then once I actually gave myself that, it allowed me to fully relax and surrender. And then I was able to like follow my splenic authority and, and be like, okay, what's coming through right now? What's coming? Oh my God, what's what's coming through right now? You know? And, and so I was able to let go. And then the lights and sound guy was actually able to follow. And we just created agreements of like, this is, you know, if I mentioned something about a bachelorette party this way, like it's the next scene, you know? So even within that, there was flexibility, but you have to be willing to have some structure. That's, that's what it is. Well, I think, I think that's great. The, the, for the listeners, the human design piece here is like, yes, manifestors are here to inform us. It's also really great to inform manifestors. So when when we're interacting, when we're co-creating, if you're co-creating with a manifestor, it's not about questions. It's about informing them of what you, you're asking to be informed on. So I think like when you were talking about... Uh, you know, like working with a sound and lighting guy, you informed formed him, like, I need to know what you need. He informed you of what he needed. And then in that you're able to like, you know, create right. the, co-create the thing. And in terms of being a quad right and, and, and the receptivity, and I, I love that you like had one line as the transition, because when we talk about being quad right, for those of you listening at home and who are quad right, more and more and more common, right? I'm a quad left. I'm ab- <laughs> ab- I'm abnormal, right? Like I'm very weird. Not many quad lefters out there. We're we're slowly dying out. Actual, right? Um, but if you look at the two dynamics, you know, my partner's a quad right. I'm a quad left, and it is the perfect co-creation because I'm about structure. He's about receptivity, and the thing is. He quite often sets the way that the structure happens because his receptivity can give me the feel of what we're working with. And that's exactly what you described. It's like, I will give you one line. It's the feel of the whole next scene that I don't even know what is inside of it, right? But the lighting guy is like, oh, I can set the structure around that. you've, You've just given me the feeling and you can give the feeling and I can create around around that. And so oh my God. That, yeah. that's the perfect, you know, dynamic of it. Now, most people internally are a little bit right, a little bit left, right? So you got that happening internally inside of you, you know? For me, yeah. you know, if you ask me big picture feels, I'm like, I have no fucking idea. I can like give you minute details in the moment, right? Like I'm I'm very focused. That's the nature of me, right? Totally. Right? Yeah. Very receptive. And I described each of the, like, I'm like, okay, this is this scene. It's getting like a little moodier. It's getting a little, and I was like, I don't even know. And then he'd be like, oh, okay. So we're going to use red. I wouldn't have been able to come up with that right in the quad rightness, but I can be like, oh, this is what I'm sensing, you know? 
And then we get into the theater the day of the show and I'm, I look at the theater. Okay. And I'm like horrified. I'm like, oh my God, it's an absolute disaster in here. Okay. I had a little, like a mini panic attack, but then I was like, okay, here's what I need this. And then I just started informing people. I'm like, I need this person to sweep that, put the clock up there, move that chair around. Okay. What's going on? You know? And I just like handled it, you know? And, and so that's, but it's like, I know what my feminine needs to fully surrender, you know? Yeah. And, Uh, and for for listeners at home, Kaylin's motivation is desire. So like you talking about that, walking into, you've got this feeling and then you walk into there and and in the moment, there's like all this desire that that leads you. So it's like so beautiful to hear you express that. Tell us yeah. what it was like to be on stage in performance in the show. It's like it may be my favorite 75 minutes of my whole entire life. It was like, hmm. <laughs> just the ultimate surrender I was like I was like dancing and emoting and one moment you know I'm like crying one moment I'm screaming I'm like on the floor I chose an outfit like the whole thing was basically designed for me to have full optionality Every, you know, so I told the videographer, right, just like the, the lights guy, they knew I need like the full stage. And the, the I had two women, two friends who helped me choose my outfits. You know, I had, I had multiple outfits. Who does that for a one woman show? I just needed the multiple outfits. But I was like, I need an outfit where I can like pop my leg out. You know what I mean? I need to be able to have like full range of motion. <laughs> and it was such a, like, it was so alchemical, you know, everything that came through was just completely authentic in the moment. Like I could never reproduce that exact what thing that came through me. There's no possible way. And I just slowed down. And even just like, you know, like I had, you know, a moment earlier with you, like I just had moments where I just stood there and was like okay what's the next thing I was so patient with myself and uh I just I just channeled the whole thing and it was hilarious (laughs) I have no doubt having seen a 10 minute transmission from you 75 minutes I think I would spontaneously combust with laughter it would be incredible (laughs) Yeah, it was, there's something that happens for me in being witnessed on stage where it's like, I, I become who I am being witnessed. I, it's, it's a thing that I cannot do without an audience. Can I, can I repeat what you just said? Yes. I think. I become who I am being witness. Was that it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I become who I am being a witness. I want every listener to be informed there. 
I become who I am being a witness because we're moving collectively into a much more vulnerable and intimate way of connecting than we have in the past. Mm. In the past, a lot of our connection has been energetically based on, on, you know, in human design, we call it bargains. You know, it's like an exchange of sorts. I'm going to be this person. You're going to be that person because we both receive something through that exchange, that bargain, right? The future is far more vulnerable, far more intimate, far more uncomfortable to begin with, right? But it's how we become the truth of who we are is by actually showing up in connection to be witnessed rather than to give something. And so that is a very, very, very powerful sentence. I hope everybody received it. If you didn't, rewind. Go back and hear her say it again and like really let it in because the second you said it, I was like, that is the code of this call, right? That is the magic of manifestors and what they give us is these very profound uh, bits of momentum that can carry us through, yeah? So for everybody... Mm -hmm. That's not just for manifestors. That's for everyone. Yeah. I become who I am being witnessed. So trippy. <laughs> it's just, it's just true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you for slowing down for that. That feels great. Yeah. Uh, is there anything inside of you bubbling forth that you want to share with listeners before we? Mm, yeah. You know, I just have, um, I just have so much gratitude. You know, the thing that um, was so striking to me about this whole um, portal that I just went through, you know, it's like uh, about 125 people witnessed my show. I had like 50 in person, 70, about 75 online. And that, um, that, that many people felt called to to come and like put their attention on me for that period of time it was so meaningful like it was the just the greatest um like the greatest gift that i could have been given in this moment in time to like it's so much to receive that <laughs> you know as a as a performer we think or I don't know I imagine a lot of performers think about like I gotta deliver value and I gotta give something you know and and really it's like um you're actually just receiving so much to be witnessed like that ah, like 
the gift of an absolute, like just the gift of a lifetime. So that's, that's mostly, yeah, that's, that's mostly what I want to convey. It's just like, gratitude and awe I'm like I can't even I'm still like did that thing come through me it's so it's so beautiful it's really and I mean on the other side of that to be somebody who can witness that level of rawness and vulnerability and you know uh truth flow through a person changes you as the witnesser like the person witnessing um and I just you know I you know I'm blessed to know women truly living their design so I get to feel the perfection of the co-creation of humanity in my own life my role your role the women that we are interconnected with in our lives and how they play the roles and it's truly magical it's really really magical there is no need to be anything other than who we are because that creates magic untold in reality. It's amazing. Yeah. Just the, I think that's maybe one other thing that I need to say is just, yeah, the full approval for being who we are. I'm like, yes. (laughs) When you said to me, You're like, oh, the one woman show, that is the ultimate manifester move. I was like, yes, you're right. And then I had my birthday party like a few days later. And I just basically did a transmission for my birthday, you know, and just, I was like, I just need to say some things. (laughs) And it was like the warm up for my show. And now I'm just in the world and I'm like, oh, There is no apologizing anymore for what I have to bring. I'm just like, I'm bringing it. And a lot of people are not going to like it. And that's okay. (laughs) And those who do, oh my God, they fucking love it. Like they are here for it. (laughs) Absolutely. So so great. Thank you, Kaylin, so much. I think, uh, I think manifestors are going to receive a lot from this and I think non-manifestors are going to receive a lot from this. I, I, I like how these, uh, when we really dive into some of these, you know, overall strategies, authorities, you know, we talked a bit about splenic authority as well. There is so much, um, you know, there is so much uh, that can go off for somebody who isn't that in terms of, learning about relating and and relating with someone and to someone and uh you know and in that final piece that you just closed with i hope that manifestors i'm hope motivation so he you hear the hope comes through that i hope manifestors really take up their space i hope that defined ego people like kaylin really own that worth and value that is inherently natural and 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 inbuilt into them I hope that splenic uh, authorities give themselves the permission to slow down step back quieten things so that they can hear themselves you know and I hope that those people that uh, you know that interact with other people that are like that feel the permission for them to be themselves in relation to that you know like 
me and my sacral noisy glory interacting with you has you know manifested incredible backdrops and the most amazing conversation today for listeners and you know I wouldn't have it any other way I would not have it any other way so thank you so one last piece of informing let listeners know where they can find you and is there anything that you want them to know about you and you out in the world right now yeah um so you can find me on instagram kaylin mcduff is my handle um and you can also find me on my website kaylinmcduff.com and out in the world um look for the one I'll, I'll have the one woman show uh for 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 sale to rent <laughs> you too can just watch it from the comfort of your own living room um that should be up in the next couple of weeks so what are we yeah by like mid-december is my guess um and then i'm also opening up a couple of one-on-one spots in my uh practice and so if you know, what do I want to say? Well, I'm a quad right. So it's basically like you just come and then we see what comes through. And I just want you to be free. Like, that's really it. I just want you to be free. <laughs> I just want women in their fullest expression. You know, that's like, that's all I want. Um, so uh, I have I have a couple of spots that I'm going to be opening for that as well. And you can reach out to me on Instagram about that if you have desire. Amazing. Thank you so much, Kaylin. Listeners, you know where to find me at Rebecca Kate Freeman on Instagram. Go and listen and re-listen and share and comment uh, all the juicy goodness that you have Inform us, inform us what you have received from this conversation. If you share it, tag us. We'd love to see who's listening. Um, And Kaylin, thank you. Mm, Thank Thank you you for lighting up my my day and getting my energy pointed in the right direction. I'm going to take all this litness and go and create some magic with it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,